What's up, everybody? Welcome to FNG Podcast. We back at it with another episode. I'm Big Go, and I'm Gator. Uh, go. <sighs> don't don't what? Nah, go ahead. Go ahead. Do your opening line. How about them Cowboys still fucking sucking with the backup? We missed last week for them, which was pretty good because you know I'm going. I've been watching the Hard Knocks, and and last week's episode wasn't very good. wasn't wasn't a very good episode. And and they lost the playoff. I mean, lost to uh, Arizona. We did lose to Arizona. And then this weekend, this past weekend, lost to the Texans. Had an opportunity, but lost. You know, I got, I got into a conversation with my pops, and he was like, "We need to win at least one game." And I was like, "No, nah, just get all the losing out of the way right now. Ain't no reason to be worried about winning a pre preseason game. Fucking figure out. That's that's the big thing, and it's it's part of hard knocks as well, but." Our quarterback situation's fucked. Why? They keep thinking uh, Gilbert is our number two. I haven't seen anything to state that he should be number two. Uh, people are saying that Danucci is, well, not people. Because people are actually saying they just need to fucking get rid of Danucci. But the team coaches are still saying that, you know, Danucci's, it's a race. And Danucci is part of that race for Number two, the only motherfucker that I think who is showing who he is worthy of number two is Cooper. Cooper Rush is the only one that I've seen actually be producing on the field with the players that he's got. And I don't even think he's gotten reps with the number one guys. Who? Cooper Rush. Yeah, he got he got uh, his last game against the Texans. Did he? Did he have the number one receivers? Yeah, he had Cooper and all them in there. Okay, but... He's the only motherfucker that I've seen with my eyes, my the eye test, who looks worth. Now, I ain't saying he's fucking great. Like, if Dak went down, we're going to be fine with Cooper. But as far as what we have in reserves, from what I've seen, Cooper is the most deserving of the backup position. Uh, I mean, Cooper did pretty good, to be honest with you. I don't, I don't think Gilbert is number two for show. Uh, Danucci. I'm mixed on Danucci, to be honest with you, because he has flashes of goodness in him. You know what I mean? So it's like, I don't know, because I caught I caught the tail end of the Hard Knocks, I guess, this week. Okay. And they were talking about Danucci and, yeah, you know. He's on the bubble and, you know, he he's about to, he's on the fringe of being cut is what they're making it out to be. Yeah, but I, I don't, I don't think he's. His football IQ is there. His, it's just his decision-making isn't quite there yet. But it, it was like the announcers were saying on during the game, like he didn't have an offseason last year. Then he got thrown into the mix one game and expect for him to be great. Now, this is his first offseason, so it's basically like he's a rookie again. And I agree with that. I mean, honest, honestly, you know, they threw him in like he had no game experience when he played last year. Yeah. He got one game. Because Dalton was hurt. Yeah. And then that was it. So, and practicing against your own guys is not the same as practicing or playing in a game against another team. Yeah. So, I kind of agree with them on that. Like, he is, like, going into a rookie. Like, this is his first year of actually, you know, having joint team practices, which he's doing good at. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like as if he's horrible. It's just in, in a game situation, he's just not making the ideal play. He's trying to force stuff. Oh, yeah. And I think he's trying to force stuff too because he wants to earn that second that second spot. 
Yeah. I would I would keep Danucci as a third quarterback. So who out of the three who would you cut? You would cut Gilbert? I'd cut Rush and Gilbert. What? Yeah. I'd bring in a I'd Oh, bring, you're talking about bring in another Yeah, quarterback. I'd bring I'd bring somebody else in. Like all the talk about Nick Foles. No, I, I, Nick Foles. I don't even want Nick Foles. <laughs> I want uh Minshew. You want the mustache? I want the I want Fitzgerald two point oh. Fitzgerald two point oh. Or Fitz Magic. I was gonna say Fitzgerald, what? Yeah. Fitzpatrick. Yeah. Fitzpatrick. Yeah, so I mean I, I don't know. I mean honestly I think we need to go get a decent backup, keep Danucci on, let him give him one more year. That's my personal opinion. Because he had like I said, he has flashes and he has abilities, just not opportunities. No, he's got opportunities, so he's playing. Yeah, with third stringers, like come on. I'll give him this. So obviously against the Texans this past weekend, he, he fucked up. He had three picks. So it cost them the game. Not that it matters. And then, but he was technically the first quarterback to get a touchdown for the team. Before Danucci's touchdown in the Cardinals game, we hadn't scored a touchdown all preseason. Yeah. So I give him credit for that. You know, he does, I guess, technically have flashes. But when I watch him play, he's just, he's too scattered, scattered brained. Like, he's young. So, I mean, that, that's, I mean, that, that's why you, I, like, for me, I always say, no, I don't put rookies in. I'd rather, I'd rather have a rookie holding a clipboard for the first two three years. Like I, I don't care first round pick or not. He's he needs to be learning and understanding the speed of the pro level. You know what I mean? I mean not everybody, not everybody's Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Or Tom Brady or you know whoever. Yeah. So, but this week's Hard Knocks I think was the best episode. I think there's two left. I think there's only like five episodes for the whole off season. But so you only caught the tail end of. The episode as in like when they were already playing in the Houston game? Yeah, yeah. I was flipping. I was actually taking a break and I was on my phone. And because uh, I had, what did I, I had something playing. I was, I think I had a movie on. And because uh, it was, dude, it's been so hot lately. Even at night, I would, like I'd work for like maybe 20, 30 minutes and then take it like a 10 minute break. So I put on, on HBO on my phone and I was watching it. And uh, that was the next thing. So I was listening to it for the most part on the speaker, but. When I took another break, I sat down and it was them. I guess his parents were in the stands or some shit. For? Danucci. Uh, not in this one, I don't think. Yeah. In the Hard Knocks, yeah, they kept going back to his... I don't know if it was his parents. Someone's parents. No, it wasn't. Yeah, somebody's... The one that was speaking Spanish? Yeah. Yeah, that's... Uh, what the fuck? How do you say his last name? Uh, Al Alcaron or... He's, he's a Mexican player. Like, he's from Mexico... One of those international players that are coming and play football in the league, a Calderon or some shit like that. What does he play? Uh, offensive line. I think he plays guard. Mm. He's another one of those players that is on the bubble. Last year he was with the Cowboys on the practice squad, and then this year, if he doesn't fare out, he could get cut. So that's one of the players they're following, and they kept showing his parents because that's like a big deal for them because growing up in Mexico, they didn't think. Like, being in the NFL was never a dream of theirs because it just never thought to be possible, like, at all. So, just the fact that he's in there, his family, his whole family's proud of him and shit like that. I mean, yeah, I don't blame him. <laughs> yeah, they're proud of him. So, uh, yeah, the previous episode, they had uh, another guy that's, he was actually a refugee from, uh, fuck, what country was it? But his name's Azur uh, Kamara. And he's, dude. This guy is, he seems like a really nice guy and he plays defensive end, but for a defensive end, he is fucking small. 
I think he's got the height. He just doesn't have the build. And so he's constantly working on his technique and shit like that. So that's another player they're following. You know how they usually in Hard Knocks, they try to follow players. And, and I don't watch Hard Knocks. This guy. Well, they follow players that mostly that are that they know are probably going to be on the, the brink of getting cut because that, that, that built the, the drama of the show. Right, right. But Wait, he's a linebacker? Who? That Azura Kamara. No, he's he, well. I, they might list him as a linebacker, but he's been playing defensive end. I think he's playing defensive end in the three-four. I mean, probably. So they're. I mean, yeah, because they got him here. I mean, he's six-four, two thirty-five. Like, but when he's, he's lined up with those, dude. huh? He's not a what? He's not a small dude. Well, no, when he's lined up with the other guys, he's a small dude. Well, yeah, with an offensive lineman at six-five, fucking three hundred and fifty pounds. So, I mean, Wood looks tiny next to me, and he's <laughs> you know what, two ten. I'm trying to see. I don't even think he's 210, fool. We... Who? Wood? Yeah. Oh, Wood's 210. Nah. I don't think so. I'll fact check it right now. Look. You're going to text Wood how much he weighs? I'll tell you right now, fool. When we went, when we were in Florida and we were getting ready to do the parasailing, right? Right. I asked him, I said, how much you weigh? He said, about a buck 60. So I know he, he if he put on weight, it ain't going to be fucking 50 pounds worth. A buck 60? Yeah. No. Fuck no. <laughs> you think he was lying to me? Yeah, so y'all can get on the fucking thing, motherfucker, because I know damn well y'all exceeded that weight limit. I'm pretty sure we did. I told you. And how, it wasn't because of him. I saw how lopsided y'all were, motherfucker. This motherfucker. Boy, wouldn't. He never even touched the water. <laughs> Just, <laughs> no, but I mean, yeah, you, so. you, you put him. Uh, yeah, of course, you put him next to the offensive lineman. That's just like, come on now. Yeah, well, I'm just saying, dude, he he looks small, so he's having to, like, really try to overcome those those physical obstacles. But, so that that's another one of the guys they've been following. But w- what I liked about this episode more is that they actually gave more camera time to, like, our, sh- our first stringers. Like, they talked about Cooper more. They talked about CD more. Um, obviously, da- Dak's gotten camera time every episode, but it's always been about his arm. Right and, right, and his soreness and how he's not practicing and shit like that. Uh, the other thing I fucking liked from this episode that I didn't know about. Oh, first of all, the the start of the episode was just fucking great. It was a drone that they had the camera with and shit, and they fucking flew it at the practice facility that Jerry built. The the star shit. Yeah, yeah. From the fucking like <clears throat> entrance road, like from the very beginning, and they just flew that drone all the way through. Down, down the main street that takes you all the way up to the practice facility. Fucking flew through the door. Fucking flew inside the building. Went through all these different rooms and shit. That place is fucking massive. And then when it's going down the main street, you see that it's got like fucking restaurants and 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 stores and all kinds of. Sh- it's like a actual fucking. It's almost like Cowboy Stadium or no 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 because you have like shops and restaurants and you've got the. Um, the hotel is there. The practice. They got two massive full-size fucking fields outside. Then they also have an inside field that has, I think they said fits like 15,000 people for practice to watch practices inside the the building. Then it's got the weight rooms, the fucking, uh, I don't know, what do you call them? Just the offices, I guess. The okay. Where people work. Just the way they did it with the drone. Oh. The guy that was flying that drone. He's a bad motherfucker. Because he was like going through fucking uh, 
all these fucking things that I was like, man, if I was flying that fucking drone, I would have crashed a long time ago. So we'll just take it back. He said it depends on who's asking. <laughs> but he said 165. I knew you wasn't no damn 210. I mean, I was giving him, trying to give him some props, but. <laughs> so that number is a little higher if, if it's a girl asking or what? I guess. Yeah. That's funny. Damn. Yeah, no. Um, so that just that opening scene was like super badass. Like just to see, because you got where all the stores and stuff are, that main street that takes you all the way up to the stadium. Mm. They have uh, like big ass fucking plaques of the jersey numbers of everybody that that's in the, the ring of honor inside Jerry World. Like everything there is just fucking cowboys. Like Jerry right. is just like this mastermind of fucking business opportunity. You know, he envisions this this shit and just brings it to life. Like, he just doesn't give a fuck. This is what I see. This is what I want. And I'm going to fucking do it. Yeah, well, when you have all that kind of money, you don't, who gives a fuck? Yeah, because they fucking... He, he, he knows he's a bad motherfucker, dude. Because he was in the fucking chopper. And uh, they were headed to the preseason game. And they're like, oh, wait, you forgot Steven. So he said, fuck it. Let's turn back around. Go get Steven, his son. And... What you call it? So when they pick up Steven, they go back up in the air. He's like, you know what? Let's go circle the, the stadium. Like, I want to go see my stadium. Just circle around it real quick. Started laughing. I was like, dude, you're like going to the preseason game. You're going to be inside your own stadium and you still want to circle it. I was like, he's this motherfucker just knows. See, I'm a bad motherfucker. And I want everybody to know this is my stadium. We're going to go fly around it. We got this camera in here. He's following me around. But... The, the one cool thing, though, that I was getting at before I got distracted by that drone thing uh, is they were talking about employees that work for the Cowboys because how big the facility is. So there's all kinds of people there working and shit. And the guy that's in charge of the mailroom is fourth generation. It was fucking crazy that his great grandfather worked for the Cowboys. And I think he did. I think they all did mailroom. But his great grandfather worked for the Cowboys. His grandfather worked for the Cowboys. His dad worked for the Cowboys, and now he's working for the Cowboys. Oh, that's I was like, up. "Fuck, dude, that's cool." I was like, fourth generation," and uh, so he fucking was playing cards with Zeke and Dak and Micah Parsons, uh-huh. and he kept talking shit to Dak because Dak. He said Dak was normally his partner, so when they were playing cards, uh, he was Zeke's partner because Dak wanted to be partners with um, Micah, I think, and. So he was just talking shit the whole time. And so when, when he won, he got off the table and said, y'all don't need to be playing with me no more. I'm on another. <laughs> he was like, I'm on another level. I'm done. I'm done. And fucking walked out. This is funny. So I guess speaking of Dak, what what do you think? You think he's, uh, we think, you think we're too Dak dependent? Oh, for sure. Absolutely. If Dak goes down, we're fucked. Period. There, there's nothing else to it. Like 100% it is Dak or bust. Like we got Zeke, we got. I I feel comfortable with our backfield with between Zeke and Pollard. I think the backfield's fine, but quarterback touches the ball every fucking play, and anything after Dak, it ain't gonna work. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's that's what that's what we're. I was I watched who was what the fuck's his name? Hearn? No, Cover? Maybe the white guy. Yeah, yeah, he's been a Debbie Downer on the Cowboys all off season. You can stop watching his shit. Tired of him trying to bring down the mood. Or bring it back to reality. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want I don't want to live in my fantasy world. No shit. But what about him? What do you say? What do you have you thinking? 
Um, he was saying that we need to go pick up somebody, uh, somebody else. You know, Miss you or Nick Foles or even uh, what's the name from Pittsburgh? Rudolph. Ooh, Rudolph. Mm-hmm. I, I guess I guess for a backup, I think he could come in and do some stuff. I mean, but he, I mean, it's just experience starting. I mean, obviously we had Dalton last year, but uh, you know, it's Dalton. I I felt like I trusted Dalton more than anybody else on that team, but that was just because we had signed Dalton. It wasn't like I was like. Fuck yeah, we signed Dalton. That's going to be a great backup. I honestly thought he was, to be honest with you. A great pickup? Yeah, until he played. Yeah. Then he played Well, like, you could tell nobody gave a fuck, too, when they pissed you off when he got knocked the fuck out and nobody did anything. Yeah, that was just team team morale. Coaches didn't do shit. <clears throat> so your your pick for a, pick, uh, a veteran pickup would be Minshew. Yeah, Minshew. Minshew, Rudolph, I mean... Who is Fitzmagic playing with right now? Washington. That's right. They said Haskins is beating out Rudolph for number two in Pittsburgh. Oh, is he? Yeah. I think him getting cut was kind of an eye-opener for him and realized he, the, the real work he needs to put in to be where he really wants to be. Because I'm, I'm sure anybody who plays the game wants to be a fucking starter and be a star and, and shit like that. But, you know, not every player realizes the amount of work you have to put in to get to that point. Like, Yeah, it's one thing to get into the league. It's another thing to be successful in the league. So, Tim Tebow got cut. Man. Yes, he did. That's crazy. But then I saw us blocking, and motherfucker block save his life. Did you see that shit? Uh, no, I didn't, but I saw everybody clowning on his ass. He blocked like he was a quarterback. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. Like, That's funny. Kind of blocking, but, like, I'm not, I don't want to get hurt type deal. Yeah. So... That ain't working. Yeah, you're tied in now, buddy. He's like, I got a red shirt on. Red shirt. Red shirt, red shirt. Oh, fuck. No, I don't. That's our uniforms. <laughs> Not in Jacksonville. Oh, how do you feel about Lawrence starting? It's Jacksonville. I don't give a fuck. Oh, God damn. I ain't the Cowboys for How can we have a sports podcast and all you care about is fucking one team? It makes no sense. Like, how do you feel about the rookie quarterbacks that came in? Which ones? All of them. Trey Fields. Was it Trey Trey Field? Lance. Trey Lance. Some fields, uh, Lawrence. Fuck, Justin Fields. Justin Fields. There you go. I was like, dude, I know that motherfucker's name. Yeah, Justin Fields is with uh, Chicago. Oh, that's right, because Trey Lance is with the Niners. Yeah. Well, Trey Lance, he's balling out of control over there in in San Fran. Uh, I don't think I've really heard anything about Fields, and honestly, like the last thing that I followed for Lawrence was Meyer coming out saying that just because they took. Lawrence overall number one that didn't guarantee he was going to be the starter. Yeah, they gave him the starting over Fitz Magic 2.0. But you you want to know something crazy? Here here's something that I I thought about. So you know Chicago cut Mitchell Trubisky. Okay. All right. And he signed with the Bills, and the Bills played Chicago. <laughs> Trubisky fucking balled out out of control. Oh, during the preseason. Yeah, this last game. Okay. Like, see, I was trying to find the stats for that game, but I can't find it. <clears throat> but, yeah, I was just thinking in my head, like, hey, y'all are fucking retarded. Because you like Trubisky. Yeah. You didn't? Nah, fool. I always said that he just didn't seem like he could lead the team. Like, I didn't think, I don't think his, his skills were there. Nah, I, I mean, I like, I like him. Just like I like Josh Allen. Yeah, you did like Josh Allen before. Before they really took off, like you, you, you believed in him, and yeah, I mean, you now, could, now you're seeing what he can do. Yeah, I mean, it, it, dude, to me, this, that's why I hate. 
I hate when people judge NFL players. Number one, they never play the game. Number two, they never ever play the position. You know what I mean? And they always criticize them. You know, like everybody criticized Allen, Travitsky. They even, you know, uh, Stafford. They were on his ass a lot too when he first came in the league. Mm-hmm. Well, they're still on his ass, really. Yeah. But now that he's in L.A., they, they, you know, if he doesn't produce in L.A., people are really going to be on his ass. Well, what, I mean, what do they have in L.A.? They don't have a running. They don't have running back. Who they got? Fuck if I know. What happened to Gurley? He's in Atlanta. That's you. Oh fuck! You're right. Forgot about that. And I think Malcolm Brown left. Oh, you know they they just traded for uh that motherfucker from the Patriots, Michelle. Oh, that's right. They got him today, they, right? Yeah, yeah, they just traded for him. So they got something. I don't. I know Michelle could have some good runs. I don't know how consistent he is, but yeah, yeah I completely forgot. I saw that today. So I mean, it, it's just I don't know. I think the crazier stat was like in the preseason, the NFC is like four and twenty-six or some shit like that. All the preseason so far, they only won four games. Who's that? The NFC. Oh, like in general, the whole NFC. The whole NFC, yeah. Oh, oh. I mean, it's preseason. You always say preseason don't matter. Preseason don't matter, but like for me, preseason don't matter. But at the same time, dude, losing just fucking sucks. Oh yeah, for sure. Like me as a person, like, and, and you see the way these people react. And even on the, like the hard knocks, they were like, "Oh yeah, it's all right. It's only preseason." Like, dude, no, you just—I don't give a fuck. You just lost. Like, how are you not pissed off that you know the competitive person that I am, whether I'm practicing or you know doing a scrimmage or something like that? Like, dude, I'm going hard and trying to win. Like, that's just my goal. Like, and that should be everybody's goal. And like, even like that, to have a mentality like, "Eh, this shit don't matter." To have that mentality and going into the regular season, like, yeah. What do you, what do you think Tom Brady says to the guys that are like, eh, it's just preseason? Uh, Tom Brady be fighting motherfuckers. Okay. <laughs> Tom Brady, hey, coach, coach, cut this motherfucker right here. Uh, Tom Brady be cussing motherfuckers out. Oh, I believe it. Yeah. That's a natural born fucking leader. Like, Mahomes bitching at people on the sidelines. That's why, that's why, like I say, like with Dak, I, he has. He's good, but he's not great. And that's what separates good from great. A lot of these quarterbacks are great. Or they're good, not great. You know? So, I don't know. But we're inching closer. Yeah. Last week of preseason and then a week from today, right? Mm -mm, Two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah, because we play Sunday and then we're off for a week and we'll play that Thursday. Dun, dun, dun. Will we beat? Well, you know what? We'll save it. We'll save it. Save what? Predictions for what game one full against the Super Bowl reigning Super Bowl champion? Oh, Tampa Bay, right, Bucks. right, 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 right. You want to save a loss because we lose it. I don't know, dude. I don't know. I they, mean, they might be, they might have that hangover for who game one. Who you got me turned into a fucking owl over here? Who one more time for who? <laughs> uh, Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Bucks for. They might have a hangover. They're gonna their rings are gonna be too shiny. It's gonna get in their eyes. They can't see, you know. They don't play it's with the rings night. on. It's ring night, fool. It's gonna blind them when they get their rings before the game. I mean, look, I put you like this. Shit in one hand, wish in the other, and see which one fills up first. Okay. <laughs> as much as I would love to see the Cowboys win that game, you know, I think I weigh two hundred pounds. You know what I'm saying? Oh, now you weigh two hundred pounds. Yeah, well, I mean, we're just talking make believe. 
Cowboys gonna beat the Bucks, and I weigh two hundred pounds, so call it good. You good? Yeah. All right. We said we're gonna save the predictions, like as if they ain't gonna fucking lose. Like, are uh, we gonna win, fool? How much you want bet? Win. How much you want bet on? We gonna win. How much you want bet on it? A dollar. <laughs> this motherfucker gonna take his whole life savings out of his. <laughs> I got a dollar thirty-two. All right, been saving this for six years. I'll bet you one Bitcoin. That's a lot. <laughs> it's like 60 G's, 50 G's right there, boy. Uh, fucking Bitcoins. Dude, that's... Is that what they're really sitting at now, 60K? Nah, I went down. It's at 48. Uh-huh. Everything kind of dropped today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. So, I mean, that was pretty much, you know, they followed the players around and stuff. And, but I liked the drone part. I thought it was real interesting about the, the kid that was fourth generation working there. She, he's like a supervisor for the mailroom. And he does something else with the uh, Cowboys, but I think that's like game day, like working the lot, I guess. I don't know. I don't know for sure. He was in the lot at one point during the preseason game since it was a home game. But so that that was an interesting story that they covered with the show. And then uh, what was the other thing? It was the it was the footage from the drone, then that, that kid, and then just the coverage that they finally gave. Because they hadn't really fucking talked about Amari the whole time, but he hadn't been practicing either. That's probably why he became a good talking point this week was he came back to practice. Well, then he also said that he needed a preseason game. That he needed to play in a preseason game. Oh, yeah. Game. Well, I mean, he said it in the show. He fucking, like, oh, he, he didn't say it to the camera in the show, but he was mic'd up and he was on the sideline after they got pulled him off out, out after however many reps he did. Uh, that he was like, yeah, I feel good. I'm, I'm glad I was out here. I needed this. You know, I needed to be out there. I needed to see how I feel. So. I hope we trade him. Trade Amari? Yeah. And keep Gallup? Yeah. I mean, I'm not super opposed to that. I would rather trade Amari and keep Gallup than keep Cooper and lose Gallup. Uh, I don't Cause, know. Cause uh, Gallup, Gallup's coming up on the contract here. Yeah, that's. Uh, but that's the thing, though. Is he going to get more money than Amari? Well, probably. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I mean, with the whole next man up mentality, more than likely, yeah. He's gonna want to get his dues. I guess it depends on how the contract season goes. If his if his stats don't show the worthiness of you know getting paid that kind of money, then I don't see it happening. And even then, he couldn't. Well, he might not. He might not get the opportunity to leave anyway. Because if we really think about it, they might fucking franchise tag his ass. Oh, he, get him? Yeah, he won't go anywhere because they got Zeke locked down. They got Dak locked down. They got Jalen, uh, Vanderesh, Lawrence. Cooper's locked down. Like everybody's got contracts right now. So, you know, Dak for the last two seasons has been taking the, the franchise tag, but this this next upcoming off season, I don't think I don't even think Gallup's gonna get a chance to walk away. He'll get tagged. I can't think of anybody else that would be coming up on a contract that is that impactful that to have a shot to take the get tag over Gallup. Okay. Well, before we wrap it about football here, I got one question. Yeah, the first pick in your fantasy football draft. Who are you taking? I thought we did this one already. Nah. Well, now, but it's draft week. This is draft week. We draft on Sunday. What time? I don't fucking know. Cowboys game? Cowboys game is at 12. I think we're drafting at 12.01. This motherfucker lying his ass off. I don't know. Let me log in real quick. Let's see. I don't even think I've signed up yet. Do I have a team in there? Well, it was the same one from last year. So all I have to do is log in? Uh, Sunday at 7. Yeah, I should be good. Hmm. Yeah, you're you're in there. Okay. We only have ten. We were supposed to have twelve. 
Yeah. Because they were looking for, we had 11, right? And mm-hmm. they were looking for one more and then couldn't get it and one dropped out. Yeah. Let's see. Let me let me let me check my schedule real quick. See, oh, week one, week five. Oh, week five. Apparently, I play the meat puppets. Week one, meat puppets. Huh. Oh, so look, I have you week five and week fourteen, the last week of the regular season. Oh, for fantasy. For fantasy. I was gonna say that is not the last week of the fan of regular season. I was like, oh, fantasy. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. That's all right. I'll be well into the playoffs. Like, it ain't even going to matter. You better hope so. First pick, fool. First pick. Uh, I usually tend to go... Cowboy? Running. No, because <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't do Cowboy last year. You did Zeke. No, I did uh, McCaffrey last year. Did you? Yeah. I, what I was going to say was I usually tend first round, I usually go running back. Whether I'm first pick or not, or whatever. I tend to go running back. But... I mean, I don't know. I don't know who I should go with this year. For, I mean, you're on the clock right now. Oh, this is it. Okay. Well, how long is the clock? Like two minutes, ten seconds. I got it. Nine. This <laughs> eight. About the auto pick. It's about the auto pick. Justin Tucker. If you don't pick somebody, Justin Tucker with the who, first who, pick. Who's who's ranked number one overall, fool? Because that's who I get. Uh, number one overall, Tom Brady. Number one player overall. Uh. Fantasy? Top Tom overall player. <laughs> oh, no. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, no. It, it's just by. Oh, oh, because. Yeah, never mind. So, top overall player by projections on week one is Tom Brady. Okay. Since he's playing the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good point. Good point. But then it's Patrick Mahomes and Dak Prescott. Uh, just by points. Yeah. So, look, I'll do the overall. So, the top quarterbacks so was the top three. Uh, top three running backs are McCaffrey, uh, Cook from Minnesota, and Kamara from New Orleans. Top wide receivers, you got Devontae Adams, Green Bay, uh, Hill from Kansas City, and Hopkins out of Arizona. Then tight ends, you got Kelsey, Waller, and George Kittle. And your top defenses for week one, Denver, Los Angeles Rams, and the Carolina Panthers. And then your top kickers are Butker. Gay and Tucker, and that's Matt Gay for the Rams. Just had to specify that, not calling somebody gay. I'm actually yeah, calling yeah, their yeah. name. You know, I'm just saying for for clarifying reasons for the for the for the crowd. You're just trying to make sure people don't think you're a homophobe. I'm just trying to make sure your time's up. Who you picking? Uh, off that list you gave me for if there's anybody I trust, I, I'll go with D Hop. That's who you Change picking? it up. Change it up. Go wide receiver this year, D Hop. Hmm. Just who you got. Huh? If you had number one, who you got? Overall? Yeah. I'm going... You had, you had the, the widest spectrum of choices for number one overall. Everybody's available. I'm picking... Patty Mahomes, number you one overall. quarterback. Well, high-scoring quarterback. I mean, he's as good as a running back. Yeah, that's true. So, I'd pick up Mahomes and Brady. Damn! Well, that just sounds disastrous right there. What is... Because you think by the time first you, your pick comes back around, you Brady's still on the board. Oh yeah, everyone, everyone goes running back. Like I'm a, I'm gonna pick my kicker first. This motherfucker, you dumb as fuck. You better hope I don't have the number one overall pick. <laughs> if you had the number one overall pick and you picked your kicker first, dude, <laughs> I could just see the fucking group chat. What yeah. the fuck is he doing? 
giving y'all a chance. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh shit! Hey, it's three hundred bucks on the line for first place. Is it? Yeah. Second or, place gets their money back. No, nah, second place gets a hundred. What? We did three and a hundred. I thought it used to be fucking second place just got their money back. Yeah, that's what we. That's what we're gonna do it. But then, oh no, three fifty and fifty. We did even numbers. Oh, okay. Some shit like that. So you got like ten bucks extra if you got second. Yeah, but I had to clarify to my brother-in-law that I told him I said the when the league ends on that on that Thursday will be the payout because last year he beat me right in the in the finals, but it was like a it was three points right, and I he's like oh send it to me I already won it's already over blah 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 and I said do this stat corrections and what happened? Sure enough, I ended up losing by one point Wednesday at fix. Which made it even worse that I lost my one point, but yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. That's why I told him I was like, "Dude, I don't want it." I said until it's over, and I said you need to let everybody else know they're not getting paid till that Thursday after the the final game is played. The earliest is that Thursday. They do stack corrections every week. Yeah, every Wednesday. And have you ever had a game flip? Yeah, I've never. I don't think I've ever seen that. Yeah. Well, see, because I did one one league with my. In-laws, like their family league, mm-hmm. and I flipped. I actually had two games flipped that season, cause it, but they were doing the decimals. Okay. So it was like it was like one forty nine point two, and I had one forty nine even. Then the stack correction came out, and I had one forty nine point four, and he had one forty nine point two. So I ended up getting the dub. And actually, no. So I won one. I was on the winning end, and then I was also on the losing end. Where well, you were up, but then stack corrections came through, and yeah. you were. Against the same person. <laughs> they said, oh, we owe him one. Yeah. Let's we, fix these. We fucked up. So, Patty Mahomes and D-Hot. <sighs> you know, I've never been the greatest at fantasy football, for, but Have it's you ever still fun won to one? do. Like a family league one, I think. Hmm. But that was like easily like fucking eight years ago. Oh, I haven't damn. fucking won in a long time. I've never I've never been good at the drafting part. Like, Cause you I'm too go, biased. Yeah, you go for the Cowboys. No, not just that. Like, I tend to avoid fucking Eagles players, and that's not true. I've had quite a few Eagles players, but <laughs> like division rivals, I'm just too biased. I oh, just, so you're like the Cleveland Browns of fantasy draft? Sure, I guess. I I don't know. I've never taken it seriously. Like, I'm like, if I win, I win. If I don't, I don't. Like, I've gotten second place plenty of times. What was that? Two years ago that I got second. Or was it three years ago? No, it probably was longer than that. Because it was the work one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one Phil won, right? I think so. Yeah. So, all I remember is that I got in second place. But winning it, nah, I usually don't end up winning them. It's just fun to do. Yeah, I mean, honestly, when you think of it, that's what like I was telling my brother-in-law. He's like, man, y'all upped it up, and now nobody wants to play. And I'm like, dude, look, if you can't spare $40, then you probably shouldn't be fucking betting money. Because <clears throat> I said I wanted to do $100 buy-ins. Well, that's exactly what they're doing. They're hearing $40, and they said, no, I'm out. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I don't know. I guess, uh, I mean, I guess. I mean, I, I honestly. I guess I see what you're saying, though. If you can't do 40 why are you betting at all? Because like I, like I told him, I was like, dude, honestly, that's like a cheap meal for like me and Jen to go out to eat. You know what I mean? Like if we if we go out to a like restaurant. An average meal. Yeah, I mean, like if we go to Garcia's, it's 40 bucks with tip, you know? Yeah, tip. Chips and queso, the meals, yeah, the margaritas. Nah, the margaritas there is eighty bucks. Oh damn! Oh, bitch, we don't fucking play. 
We ain't there to <laughs> to sample the margaritas. Well, we're there to drink. Well, well, it, it's just different for us because I'm paying half of that because only Cecilia drinks the margaritas and I just drink sweet tea. So, yeah, we speaking of that, we went to go. We had some margaritas at that barbecue place. I think I told y'all the last time I was. I think so. Yeah, dude, that shit's fucking delicious. But I don't remember what barbecue place it was. Hayes County Barbecue. Oh, okay, yeah, in San Marcos. They do margaritas there. Uh, they do now. Oh. I got the uh, Candy Crush. She was fucking delicious. Or like or like the game. <laughs> Tasty. Tasty? What the hell are you talking about? Have you never fucking played Candy Crush? No, dude. Do I look like a motherfucker that plays Candy Crush? Yeah. Yeah. You do. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> you do it to yourself. Do I look like a motherfucker? Yep. <laughs> you knew that answer was coming. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, man. I mean, I guess that's the good going on. You know, you got football. Fantasy football. We got Vegas coming up. That's exciting. Fuck yeah. I forgot about that. We got we officially booked Vegas for the 30th. It's officially booked. There ain't no backing out. Well, now you you officially. I already had booked, but you officially booked. Uh, I guess that's true. But you had to make adjustments. I just had to switch the days, yeah. And I guess and hotels. I don't even remember where the fuck we booked. I just remember we the booked. The links. The links may be... Dude, I still can't believe Winstar called me. They wanted you to go? Dude, and then they sent us three weekend rooms for September. It's, so, do you know where you're going next month? Dude, I don't I, Honestly, I've been thinking about it, and I keep saying it over and over and over. My business is picking up right now. Like, I'm... I'm... As of right now, at this day right now, I am almost three weeks out. And that's if I don't take these other two jobs. Like this dude called me and... Uh, that dude, Weddle, the one we played with, his father-in-law has three cars they only works on. Two of them are Hondas, and they need water pumps. Time about three fives. No, two O's. Literally like the one I just did. And I, the first thing I asked him, because he he messaged me right as I was in the middle of this one. I said, "Has anybody fucked with these?" He's like, "No." I said, "Okay, then I'll take them on." Nobody's been in there before. Yeah, I just don't want to go down shit creek like this one. But I, dude, honestly, I made badass fucking time on that. Dude. I thought it was gonna be a lot harder than what it was. <coughs> Goddamn COVID. Coming around here with that shit. Bitch, you were fucking huffing uh, Travis's exhaust breath. What are you talking about, fool? When y'all were working. Nah. Six feet, dude. Six feet. Well. (laughs) uh, Never mind. This guy. (laughs) I was going to say something. Obviously, objects and mirrors appear larger. You know what I'm saying? Say what? You're six feet and... If that was six feet. I hate to see how you measure your dick. Oh, <laughs> at least eight inches. This motherfucker. That's pretty goddamn. That's almost an any. <laughs> this <laughs> this motherfucker. <laughs> God damn it. Nah, it's fucked up. I mean, that's you. That's how you are. I know. I caught someone earlier. Cheeto dick. That's fucked up. <laughs> You're fucking right. You did. That was his nickname. I can't blame him. It's just how it goes sometimes, unfortunately. I, I don't even want to know how you earn a nickname like that. Yeah, I'm not going to go into details and embarrass, <laughs> pe- embarrass people like that. It's rude. That is very rude, sir. Yeah. No, but, dude, yeah, you know. I mean, that, that, this has been a lot of sports time. It's been a while. I know. I know. We we did a lot of sports. Uh, we didn't even touch on the Taliban shit. I, I know, dude. I, you know, I want to. Like, I really want to talk about it, but it's shit frustrates me. In what way? Like, uh, in, in in all ways, to be honest with you, damn. Number one, we shouldn't have we shouldn't have even fucked with Afghanistan to begin with. 
Okay. Going back to the Bush era. Yeah. Like, you know, I get, you know, getting Bin Laden, but that motherfucker wasn't even in Afghanistan. He was in, like, Pakistan. Or I forgot where the fuck they found him in some hole, and they hung his ass. He deserved that. Hung him? Yeah, they hung. On, what? That was Saddam Hussein. And he was in Iraq. Who did they? Oh, no, they just lit up Bin Laden. Right? Yeah, yeah, that was still Team Six. Fucking went and raided his uh, little compound he had. Yeah. He got what he deserved, you know? Whether he did it or not, he shouldn't have claimed that he did it. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But anyways, you know, we shouldn't have made their problems our problems. And then we did. And then now, for some strange reason, we decide to withdraw, which I was for the withdrawal. Okay. You know, I don't think our troops need to be over there. I just think it was a failed execution of planning. As far as? The withdrawal. Like, they were, they were literally giving orders like, hey, bounce fucking now. And they did. And we just gave all these fucking terrorist motherfuckers, you know, shit tons of our gun, ammo, military vehicles. I mean, they have two. Oh, because they they left in such a rush. Yeah. Like, nothing was loaded up. Right. Properly packed up and shit like that. Oh, um, that that that's the thing that doesn't make any sense is how there would be so much stuff still left there because the withdrawal process started with Trump. Yeah, but it was also supposed to be like a three-year plan. It was supposed to be done by March. That was before COVID. Yeah, I think you're right, but that never it never changed from that that set date before. Until Biden got in office and he said September. Yeah. Of all things, he picked September 11th. We'll be out of here. Yeah. The 20th anniversary of the one of the most devastating things to happen on American soil. Yeah. Like, I, I just find it really odd that it the date they settled on was September 11th. Yeah. There's a lot of little there's there's a lot of little shit going on that just doesn't make any fucking sense. Well. Like, you know, I'm not big on conspiracy theories. Oh, but here we go. But here we go. Let's go down this one wormhole. Of the, things, the one thing that I saw that keeps popping up with this whole ordeal is that the plane number on the on the plane that's in the videos and shit is 1109. Which 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 videos? The, the videos of the people rushing onto the airport and shit. Uh-huh. They got that big ass fucking jetter that's getting ready to take off. The one that people are falling off of? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The plane number on that was supposedly fucking eleven oh nine. Okay. But conspiracy theorists are, you know, you know, nine eleven. Like it's, oh, yeah, it's yeah. the inverse. So I don't understand like how you take eleven oh nine and make it nine eleven. This is all part of the plan and, and there's some kind of fucking government conspiracy that's going on and this is why it happened and this is the why it, the the way it happened. This is the reason the way it happened happened. Because it was all designed by the government to be done this way. I just, I don't under, I've never been big on conspiracies though. But that was one of the things that I saw was them talking about that whole airplane number and shit like that. 9-11. Then Biden had said it to 9-11 as well for the date to be out of Afghanistan. Dude, I, don't, I mean, I don't know, man. You know, I'm always, I mean, I'm, I always like to dabble in the good conspiracy theory. You know what I mean? But at the same time, you know. Is it a, is it really a conspiracy theory if it's true? What that the government wanted it this way? Well, I mean, I mean, look at half the shit that's going on right now. People, you know, people made fun of everybody for this and that, and you know, all this other shit. But yet, when stuff comes to light and it actually turns out to be true, like 
That's fucking nuts. Just like now with COVID. Speaking of which, did you see what's going on in Israel? About what? COVID. What about? I, I didn't see. That Israel, right? The country of Israel is like the highest rated uh, vaccination country. Okay. Like 80% of its population is vaccinated. That is eligible to be vaccinated. And so they started opening back up. Now they're one of the most devastated fucking countries with new COVID, uh, COVID uh, cases. Yeah. When everybody's close to everybody is fucking vaccinated. Well, it's just like yesterday. You saw the big news about the FDA approving Pfizer. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't approve Pfizer. What they approve? They approved them for emergency use only. They extended their emergency use. Ah. But you see on the news, FDA approves it. You know, this and that. And and this is what I told this is what I told Jen because she brought that up to me the other day. She's like, "Yeah, well, the FDA approved Pfizer. You should go get it." And I told her that was one of my big things. And I said, "You know what?" I said, "Honestly, that's a little suspicious to me because number one, Fossey has his hand in Pfizer's pocket, like he owns some shit or he's part of a group that's making money off of this shit, right?" Then when the report comes out that on the Delta variant. That Moderna is 76% effective against Delta. Mm-hmm. And then Pfizer is 31%. And then Johnson Johnson was like 9%. Right? Yeah. What does Fossey say? Oh, these are just preliminary findings. They're not the real deal. Uh, you know, we'll wait till the real numbers come out. You know, this and that. Blah, blah, blah. Right? And then two days later after that report comes out, the FDA, man, you know, supposedly approves Pfizer for, you know, as an actual vaccine. Yeah, it just seems, I was like, number one, it just seems a little suspicious. Even with it being less affected against Delta and people still going and getting in the hospital because of the Delta. I'm trying to remember who I was talking to or if I was watching something, but they were talking about the the next variant of the COVID is going to be super virus. The Lambda or whatever, the Lambda variant. I don't know. I don't. I don't remember specifics of it, but they're saying that the next variant is going to be a super variant of the virus well, because of the vaccines. Let me see. Let me see if I can find this again because I know. I know the dude that did. Uh, and this was crazy. You know how they. You know how. And I've talked about it before about you know the Rothschilds. Yes. Right. Tell me why October thirteenth, twenty fifteen, Richard A. Rothschild was the investor and the agreeing. Agree. A signing for a patent for system and method for testing COVID-19 in 2015. This is a U.S. patent for COVID-19 in 2015. So COVID testing for for COVID-19 in 2015. So every COVID test that's administered, he gets paid on it, or mm-hmm. yep, it's on. He's on, for the system and method for testing of COVID. I don't fucking know, dude. Like, I just thought it. I had just seen, uh, I think it was yesterday, the whole thing with Israel and how they're like one of the highest rated vaccinated countries. Everyone's been getting it. And now they're one of the highest uh, case counts that continue to rise. And everybody keeps saying, get vaccinated, get vaccinated. Like, dude, you get sick either fucking way. Yeah, that's what I was telling Jen earlier. Like I said, the conversation we're having earlier. It's like, you know, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. Oh, shit. Who was I talking to? Damn, you don't remember who the fuck you talked to, do you? No, I don't, because I have too many conversations with people. And sometimes the attention span's not always there. But. Sometimes? Yeah. 
Yeah. Sometimes. You know how it is, fool. Um, that's right. Okay, I think I remember who it was, but I'm not saying their name. Do and, I know them? And, and also the business that I'm not saying their name, but South Austin, our company, not not our company, but the dealer similar to ours in South Austin. Okay. Ha- uh, apparently put in some kind of policy that if you're vaccinated and get sick, you get paid. If you're unvaccinated and get sick, you don't get paid unless you use, I guess, your sick time or whatever. Okay. Which is another policy that's being pushed onto employees to go get vaccinated. Like, it's either you do, and if you wind up getting sick, then, we, you know, we'll take care of you. But if you don't get vaccinated, then it's all on you. Yeah, well, you know, uh, it's fucked up. I mean, it's just like now that they're making, you know, they're saying that if you're unvaccinated now, it's going to be a $200 surcharge on your health insurance. I had seen something about that too. Certain companies. Certain companies, yeah. And uh, you're talking about just their employees. Yeah. 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 I don't think, has there been, because that's not coming from the, the health company or the health insurance companies. That's coming from the employer, right? Correct. Adding the premiums to it? Correct. That's what I thought. Because I don't think I've seen anything on the actual health and health insurance companies that have been like, quote unquote, against the people. Like, yeah, well, it's because it's because they have the group mentality, just like you know where you work. It's a group. It's a group setting. Okay. So if Art has a heart attack, then your insurance is going up. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So that's why I think that's why they're doing it. But it, but see that that's the other thing too. Like, man, you're gonna charge me two hundred dollars, two hundred dollars more per month, and what if I don't get sick? What happens to that money? Where is that going? Because the insurance isn't going up. You're charging the company's charging that. Yeah. So you think about it in a year for 200, 200 bucks more, that's twenty what, 2400 a year extra that you're going to pay in health insurance yeah. per person? See, I like to be prepared, so I just pay for health insurance. Okay. But they also have the high deductible ones that you have the HSA for and shit like that, right? And sometimes, because I try not to go to the doctor unless it's dire, like, like we've been through before with the the whole twenty nine fia- twenty nineteen fiasco uh, that went through the shop and I got sick. Travis got sick. You got you got sick too, right? Yeah, so, asshole. Uh, and a bunch of other people in the shop got sick. Oh, well, you talking anyway, about when we got when we all got COVID? When, yeah, when we quote unquote got COVID. Right, um, or the flu, the flu. Before, we had the flu. Yeah, had the flu. that's right. That's right. I did. I did get told I was I had the flu because that was the one time in a long time I had been to the doctor. So I try to avoid it. Sometimes I like to think that I'm better off doing the whole high deductible HSA. So I would, it's basically your fucking saving account or next another saving account that's only used for healthcare healthcare services and just put money aside. And if I ever get sick, then that's the money I have to use to fucking do my shit. But at the same time, I'm just like, I'd rather just be prepared and have a fucking copay. And it is what it is. Rates go up too fucking bad and then rates go down great but i mean really how often are rates gonna go down probably never yeah i don't know it's it's uh i don't do it i don't know with everything going on in the world right now it's just, it's just getting bad I had, I had a conversation with my brother-in-law and i want to say i don't think i talked about it last week about the whole vaccinations that they're gonna want you to show your card and flash your card and all that other shit yeah we talked about it last time yeah two weeks ago well now now they're talking about doing that but then uh doing not a microchip 
but a wristband that you can scan. Okay, see, that's funny because at work, people, and I was like, that just sounds way too far-fetched, but, you know, you know how the people at work are. Yeah. And they were talking about how the the government's going to want people to get tattooed uh, with the bar scans saying that you've been, or you're... Yeah, I think it was some kind of like barcode that you can scan, but it was going to be tattooed on you. Yeah, like a QR code or whatever. Uh, to show that you had your COVID shot and shit like that. And they're like, what does that sound like? It's like, we never seen that before, right, guys? And I was like, that just sounds like way too far-fetched for them to think that people are going to get tattooed to say they got the COVID <laughs> shot. It's actually not that far-fetched. That was, that was the initial before some company thought about doing a band. But I mean, that's the thing too. Like here, like this is the conversation I have with people. Like for me, like you know, whether I choose to get vaccinated or not, right? Okay. Here's my deal. I shouldn't have to go to a restaurant and prove whether I'm vaccinated or unvaccinated. If you want me to wear a mask, so be it, right? But at the same time, you know, and I saw people post this article. It's like, okay, well, who's who's bringing me my food? Do they have AIDS? Do they have hepatitis? Do they have you know, it, you know? <clears throat> do they have any kind of underlying disease that I need to be aware of? Like, where does it, where does the line get drawn as far as that? You know what I mean? Like, I feel like, you know, cause I, I told you, I asked to see you about that. Like, how do you, how do you feel? She's like, Oh, I don't care. And I said, you're going to have a line to get in just to get scanned and then a line to go get your food. And she's like, well, I wouldn't go. I said, okay. I said, okay. So I had this conversation with my brother-in-law and I told him, he's like, well, I'm for it. And I'm like, yeah, well, that's modern day segregation. Who cares? I was like, I was like, well, you know, if we can't beat them with race, let's divide the country another way, you know? Yeah. But, I mean, just to, to have a wristband and, you know, to enter, like, you know, they want it so that you can scan it to go inside the grocery store or the gas station or, you know what I mean? Like, dude, that's just, it's just too much. Like, I don't, dude, I don't, I don't know. Oh, that was another thing I saw that I thought was fucking hilarious that I saw on Facebook. Um, that they were going through a list of names of uh, vaccines that came out to uh, that have curved the or helped control certain diseases, you know, like fucking uh, what is that polio and fucking smallpox and all that shit like that. And they've got vaccines now to and you don't really hear about these fucking things anymore or they're just they're super rare. Right. Because of the vaccines. They were well, COVID is helping save so many lives. We're going to add COVID to that list. And I was like, motherfucker, people are still fucking getting sick. How the fuck are you going to tell me you're going to add that shit to that list? Yeah, it's just, I don't know, dude. The COVID vaccine's been out for what? Seven months? Yeah. They're already talking about boosters and different variants and all this other shit. Like, yeah. I think that people are already getting boosters. No, uh, September. No, I, I'm pretty sure people are getting boosters already. No, September. For Johnson & Johnson, it comes out in September. What about the other ones? Uh, I think I think they're working on one for Pfizer and Moderna. But even at that, with Moderna's high rates, like I just I wouldn't Moderna's high rates of effectiveness as far as computer. Oh, like the numbers go. Like they, it's the best combatant against yeah COVID, COVID. and the Delta. Delta variant. Yeah, I think that's right. And see, that's and that was that was my biggest thing too that I was talking about. You know. I said, from doing my research, if I was going to go get vaccinated tomorrow morning, if and they give you a choice, I'm going to go with Moderna. Yeah, I think that's what the city has gotten. I know that's what my dad has gotten. So, 
And that was my thing. I was like, man, I was like, if anything, I'll go with Moderna. And that would be my only choice from doing my own research in the number that show, you know. Shit. I mean, since I mean that since that's the case, if I went somewhere and they're like, oh, this is the one you have to get, I'll be like, fuck you. Get the fuck off of me. Yeah. Like, I get a choice or you, you're not sticking a fucking needle in my arm. And that's the thing too, like that when when Jen went, there wasn't a choice, and now there is, and that I was like, and I told her, like I told her, I said for me, that makes a big difference. Yeah, you know the freedom, freedom of choice, and and uh, your options, having your options open. So yeah, fucking fuck COVID, fuck Afghanistan. Well, not really. I don't, I don't have anything. Like I know there's people desperate in Afghanistan. Like they want to get out of there. A lot of them were afraid of retaliation from the Taliban. Because they, you know, were helping Americans while they were there. So, I understand why they want to get out. But I don't think bringing them to the States is the answer. Well, I mean, they're, they're, they're just not, dude. Like, it's so fucked up over there. and there, But there's no way to dictate, you know, who's good, who's bad. There's no, there's no, yeah. there's no way, like, and and I had this conversation with Madlock. Like, you know, this, this country was formed on immigrants. You know what I mean? Like, nobody was originally from here except for the Native Americans. Everybody came from somewhere else, you know, and then on top of that, you know, it, it it just it sounds horrible to be like, man, I don't want those people in the States, but who am I to say who's good and who's bad and who is anybody to say who's good and who's bad? Yeah. And, it, you know, if anybody has any ill intentions. Like, so you just say no to all. Yeah. But you think about it, it like this, this the way I, I thought about it. If they said no to all, would I be here today? No, we wouldn't be here. You're talking about in the States. Yeah. Well, I'm not talking about like back then. I'm talking about right it's, now. I mean, but, it's the fucking... but, but it's the same scenario. It's an immigrant. So you, you think you can't say no because they didn't say no before? I mean, I. but who who am I to say no? That's the thing. Like, oh, well, well now I made this country my way and I, you can't come in. No, it, it just uh, it's morally it's just wrong. Fuck, fuck morals. It's fucking national security. How's it? I mean, how's the national security? You just said you can't tell who's good and who's bad. Yeah, but that's the same thing with anybody. You can't tell. You can't tell if an American's good or bad. You can't tell if a non-American's good or bad. Like, there's no way to tell anybody's intentions. Like, so that that's where it comes into like who can say who so just, can and can't just come open in the floodgates or what? No, I mean there has to be some kind of screening, and people are gonna get through. That that's the thing. So something that I was reading on it was what's going to happen next and what's the plan in place to get through having these refugees or where they can go. And so apparently some, some Afghans have actually already applied for, you know, emergency visas. And if they did apply and it's in process, then they'll be allowed to come to the States. And if they don't have any kind of like affiliation with ever working with the U S embassy or anything like that, they're just, you know, uh, Afghan citizen that's trying to leave and they don't have any kind of like application for a visa or anything like that. Uh, they'll get sent to another country. Like, uh, I think they said the UK and some, one other country for screening. I was like, so we're going to dump these people on other countries to find out if they're okay and clear to come to the States. Well, I mean, but they're just allies because they don't have a problem with England. They have a problem with America. Yeah, I guess so. You know what I mean? So I don't know, dude. It, it it's it's such a slippery slope. 
because of the same fact, you know what I mean? Like if they if we were denied before, you know, or my great grandparents, whoever came from Mexico, were ever denied, you'd be living in Mexico, fool. Yeah, but you gonna be El Chapo's fucking right hand man or what? Bitch, I would be El Chapo. <laughs> ain't no, ain't no bitch in my blood. <laughs> you ain't escaping prison like that, fool. Fool. Shit, you don't know me. I'm like Mauricio said, fool. I'm a smooth talker. And can get myself into in and out of situations pretty good. Pretty good. Well, I'm pretty sure El Chapo's fucking great at that shit. Yeah. Not pretty good. Well, who do you think fucking taught him, bitch? Oh, this motherfucker. So, so the students are past the master or what? What are you talking about? I just said El Chapo was better than you. Huh? That's because... And if you taught him, that means the students are past the master. Nah. A true leader... Steps back and let his pupil shine. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Then I let him know. It's just like Jerry. It's just like Jerry. Ah, uh, okay. Sits in the background like, yeah, here, sprinkle a little money here, sprinkle a little money there. Watch it bloom. Let me buy another McDonald's. I need another McDouble. That's right. Damn. I need a closer McDonald's. Is that one for sale? Fuck it. I'll buy it. Fucking Jerry. Now yeah. I want a sausage McGriddle. Uh, time for a recap? Yeah, let's get it. All right. Here's a recap here. Uh, number one, Cowboys still suck. Nice no, preseason. We're good. Number two, their new star facility is amazing. Yeah, I might have to go look at it. I might have to go check it out. I'll go pay for a hotel over there. <laughs> He's like, I don't give a fuck. Right. I'm proud. You know what? See, this is why I need a soundboard. Right here is where I hit I'll the button. I'll go watch them practice. I'd hit the did button. You, did you ever go see them practice when they used to work at... Uh... They used to work? They used to practice at St. Edwards? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was there. Yeah, I know. Me too. I was running the drills, motherfucker. This motherfucker, you so full of shit. When you good, you, you so just good. What? This motherfucker. I'm over there. I'm over there with fucking Moose. Oh, fucking Emmett sitting there talking, chit chatting. Like, bro, I tell you what, man. Look, you gotta hit that hole. You gotta hit that hole hard. This guy. You know what I'm saying? And I was, I was what five years old, six years old. Oh, giving fucking a smooth talker over here. Fucking pee wee football. I was like, shit. Let me show you how it's done. All right, fool. So, got to check out the star. And then, what else did we talk about? Oh, Hard Knocks. Yeah, Hard Knocks. He's like, Hard nope. Knocks still sucks. Yeah, I can nope. only listen to it while I work. No one still watches it. Uh, what else we talk about? Rookie quarterback shouldn't start the games. Uh, Josh my, Allen. Josh Allen's a good... Turned out to be a good quarterback. Josh Allen's... Uh, Gator was right. Top tier. I should be an NFL scout. Uh, let's see. Biden sucks. Biden sucks. COVID's horrible. Afghanistan is in a, and Afghans, is a really weird state right now. And a fucked up situation. Yeah. And this, I mean, that's about it, dude. Do we have, well, hold on, let me see. I need, oh, wood, wood does not weigh 210. Oh, yeah. Wood, Don't forget it. Uh, what? And see, I tried to beef him up, too. I told him he was all muscle, and he's like, fuck yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh, September 11th's on a Saturday. All right, cool. Okay, what about it? I just, I didn't know if it was going to be on a Wednesday. Oh, so I got it. And we playing patriotic songs. All Fuck yeah. Up. And I'm proud to be an American. Woo! America. 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 So, well, you got anything else, fool? Uh, anything last minute? Nah, man. We're good for we're good for this week. I feel like we got caught up. Yeah, I mean, we, we covered most of the stuff for two weeks. I mean, there wasn't shit going on, to be honest with you. Except I mean, just the Afghanistan, uh, Afghanistan uh, 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 thing. Oh, shit. You're going to have to edit that one. Afghanistan thing. Yeah, I don't know, dude. Because uh, that was last week when that whole fucking takeover of the capital happened. city. I know. You were supposed to ask Ty, and you never fucking did. 
Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Oh, well. Well, that's going to do it for us Thank tonight. Thank you. We appreciate y'all listening. We'll see y'all next time. And we out. Motherfucker. I was like, you going to say I the outro? Waiting, waiting to make sure you weren't going to say anything else. I still said it. There you go.